Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, May 26th. This is Andrew Thien with the news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. In 2011, Nancy Crampton Brophy wrote an essay titled How to Murder Your Husband. On Wednesday, a Multnomah County jury convicted the 71-year-old of doing just that. Crampton Brophy showed no visible emotion as the verdict was read aloud in a Portland courtroom. Jurors deliberated for eight hours over a two-day period. The trial lasted 27 days. Daniel Brophy, Crampton Brophy's husband, was shot and killed in June 2018 in a kitchen area at the Oregon Culinary Institute in southwest Portland, where he'd taught for years. His wife was arrested months later. In an interview, Chef Brophy's mother, Karen Brophy, said their family never suspected Crampton Brophy was the killer until the moment of her arrest on September 5th. Quote, it's been a long three and a half years, she said. Through the trial, Portland has learned that our son was a great guy, you know, and we really miss him, unquote. Next week marks the four-year anniversary of his slaying. Crampton Brophy is scheduled to be sentenced June 13th. She faces a minimum of 25 years behind bars. A Portland publisher is part of a right-wing controversy over a now-abandoned partnership between State Farm and a youth-focused organization that would have provided children's books about gender identity to Florida communities. State Farm insurance agents were asked to distribute three books published in partnership between Portland's A Kid's Company About and Chicago-based Gender Cool, whose mission is to provide positive stories about transgender and non-binary youth. But a nonprofit group that says it's highlighting companies that it believes are getting engaged in so called woke politics posted a video Monday that accused the insurance company of, quote, targeting young children for conversations about gender identity. Within hours of that video, State Farm ended its affiliation with Gender Cool. The books, called A Kid's Book About Being Transgender, A Kid's Book About Being Non-Binary, and A Kid's Book About Being Inclusive, were written by four of Gender Cool's approximately 20 youth leaders, and they're published in 2021. Like other books published by the Portland Company, which again is called A Kid's Company About, the books are written in a conversational first-person voice, and they explain the author's personal experience with the topic. Jelani Memory, founder and publisher of A Kid's Company About, called State Farm's decision to cut ties with Gender Cool and back away from the books, quote, really unfortunate. Portland police arrested a man armed with a knife and a hot dog skewer this week after they said he tried to hold a passenger and a MAX train operator hostage and refused to let them get off near a shopping mall close to Portland International Airport. No one was harmed. The call came in Tuesday at 2.18 p.m., and it drew more than 18 officers, members of the Portland Police Bureau's Special Emergency Reaction Team, the Crisis Negotiation Team, and Transit Police responded. 41-year-old Marcus Tate was arrested. Tate allegedly declared he wasn't going to let another passenger off the train and grabbed hold of one male passenger's hand. 
He eventually put the knife and skewer down at one point, and officers deployed two flashbang grenades to disorient him. That allowed the TriMet worker and the passenger to escape. One day before the attack, Tate was encountered by police and put in a mental health hold at a hospital but he was soon released. He faces pre-existing charges for interfering with public transit from May 7th, and now he's facing additional charges like robbery, coercion, menacing, and harassment, and weapons charges. Turn on the telly, food lovers, so you can say, hey, I love that place. Portland is at the center of a new episode of Netflix's Somebody Feed Phil. That's the food and travel series, and it just returned for its fifth season on the streaming service. Phil Rosenthal is the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond, and he's also the star of that food show. He started making food shows back in 2015. The episode features Portland, Oregon, and Portland, Maine. Rosenthal is joined by my friend and colleague Michael Russell, the Oregonian's restaurant critic, on part of the episode. Phil visited Portland last summer. He chows down at Matt's Barbecue, Kochka, Han Oak, and other beloved Portland institutions. To read more coverage of our amazing food scene in Portland and Oregon, go to hereisoregon.com. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to oregonlive.com slash pod support.